All right. Hey, listeners to the Old Man's Podcast, man, do I have a treat for you today. We're going to talk about movies, and I really don't know how long this is going to go, and we are not under a clock. We're going to, we're going to make it fun. I have what I consider to be an expert in cinema. He is a young man. He's a millennial, so that's going to be the uh, one of the more interesting parts is the contrast between a 28-year-old that loves movies and a 61 year old that loves movies. We'll, we'll refer back to that quite a bit. This young man has uh, sponsored a club, a movie club. So this is something he's truly committed to and truly has some experience with. And I'm really looking forward to uh, this conversation with a millennial about movies. And this is Ryan Batliner. Ryan, how are you? Hey Rocky. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Um, watching a little bit of Tuesday night football, which is history, which is great. But before we begin, I didn't know you were 61 years old. I I, I thought you were a little younger than that. So uh, 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 that well, caught me by surprise, you old man. <laughs> well, the if the podcast fits, wear it. I guess he's. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't owe you any money, so we're just gonna. <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. Thank you very <laughs> That's much. That's great. So you are, I guess, uh, you're 28 years old, like I said, a millennial. So you've got your take on movies. I'm going to have mine, and that's going to be a great talk. But before we get that, I want all my listeners to hear a story that I think is phenomenal. I think it's an awesome story. And you have heard me say this often to you. I want to party with the Batliners. And there's a, reason, there's a reason why I want to party with the Batliners. Can you tell all the listeners why I say that? Yeah, sure. So um, when I was a young, young kid, I think I was maybe seven or eight years old, my family won the NFL's tailgate family of the year. Um, my, my You mean the entire NFL, like the whole country? Yeah, we beat out a family from Philadelphia and Baltimore uh, to win the title. And uh, How do you do that? <laughs> well, so my my uncles, uh, they all live in Kansas City. I was actually born in Kansas City. Uh, I moved to St. Louis. Fun fact, moved to St. Louis when I was seven days old. Uh, but my oh. family are Chiefs fanatics. OK, um, and they used to buy season tickets and they would go to every single game. Uh, my uncle Richard has a pink pig barbecue smoker. So what I mean by that is it doesn't just smoke whole pigs. It's an actual pig, um, and it's made out of metal, uh, and it, it's really cool, really interesting. But he could smoke up to 100 racks of ribs in that thing. I think it was up to 27 whole turkeys, and every single Sunday they'd get their first in the lot, and this pink pig, was it, be, it became an icon. Uh, families would stop by and take pictures. Uh, players on the Chiefs teams, like, recognize the pink pig. Uh, barbecue pit. <laughs> so my, my uncle said, you know what, let's, uh, let's submit our tailgate party to the NFL and, and see if they bite. Uh, they, they took a bite and uh, we ended up winning NFL tailgate family of the year. Uh, and a little, That's amazing. Yeah, a little seven-year-old me has a, uh, a quarter zip that definitely doesn't fit anymore. Uh, that says uh, 1999's NFL tailgate family of the year. And I think that's, I mean, my family still loves tailgating. Uh, the pink pig comes out every now and then. My uncle Rich, it, Richard's a little older now, um, but but man, we love it. We love the Chiefs. We love tailgating. So for if I was in Kansas City, it'd be a big game, I guess. So say it was a Monday night game, would the pink pig be out? Yes, for the big games for sure. They they buy tickets to the big games and and still bring out the pink pig every now and then. Okay, um, but look, listen, l- listeners. 
if you ever get the chance to go tailgating, if you can't go anywhere but Kansas City, you got to do it. It's an experience. Wouldn't you say that, Ryan? Oh, it's the absolute best. Just that gigantic parking lot, seeing it full, uh, hearing everyone chanting for the Chiefs, the smell of Kansas City barbecue, uh, and the drinks also help. Uh, but it's a great time for sure. All right. Well, if I'm ever there and I see a pink pig, you guys listen to me carefully. Stop by the pink pig and say Ryan Batliner sent me. You get treated well, oh, right? Yeah, just like family. They'll 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 <laughs> allow you to use the RV for for the bathroom. Uh, they'll feed you. You have to come hungry, and they'll definitely make you uh, play a game or two. So you got to stick around and say hello for sure. That's a great story, Ryan. I appreciate that. Now you got to move to the topic, though. The topic is movies. Tell me, tell me how you became a movie fanatic like you are. So, uh, and honestly, it goes to my uncle Brian, who also lives in Kansas City. Uh, every single Thanksgiving or Christmas holiday, we'd go up there to visit, and he always went out of his way to take me to the movie theaters, and he would show me the old school, like Godzilla Japanese movies. And I don't know what it was, but just going to the movie theater with him made me fall in love. Um, It's it's memories I'll always cherish. Um, And then, like, our conversations about movies afterwards were always fun. Uh, But he made me respect some of the classics. Uh, He took me to James Bond movies at a very young age. I probably shouldn't have saw the James Bond movies when I did. My Uncle Brian, he's a a creative uh, human being. And, and I've always wanted to be like him. So his love for movies was contagious. Hey, if you hear um, clinking of ice in the background and some slurping sounds, that's just me drinking. Don't get alarmed. What, what, I mean, are, what are I you need drinking to tell you tonight? That. I'm going whiskey sour. Tell me what's on your menu. Uh, so I'm, I'm keeping it plain and simple. I just have a Michelob Ultra. Uh, that's nothing no, wrong with I that. Like, uh, I like light beers. And I think Michelob Ultra is delicious, you know. Uh, I think it's only 96 calories, a superior yeah. light beer. So uh, don't mind this sound hey, real th- quick. Hold on. Did you hear that? Oh, <laughs> yes. Music to my ears. Hey, I'll throw you another one out at you that I that I started liking. It's maybe a, it's different, perhaps better depending upon. I like it when it's really hot. Um, Corona Premier. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Have you tried that? It's the same caloric content and carbs and everything that the uh, – ultra has if it's it's different than an ultra i can go either way either one of them but they, you can definitely experience a difference between the so two fun fun quick story last summer those, those sure. came out um and i guess corona light had a new can they had like a tropical can so i was telling everyone you got to try the new corona premieres you got to try the new corona premieres they're delicious i was drinking corona light the whole time I guess I guess I, I didn't know that. My friends were like, "Are you okay? Is everything like is everything all right?" And then eventually, I got to try the Corona Premiere, and it is delicious. It is. It really. It really is. Okay, now we're ready for movies. And speaking of delicious, don't let me forget to talk about concession stands. Okay, okay? Man, that's a first, great topic. <laughs> it is. But first, we're going to talk about movies. So. Uh, did you ever get much of an opportunity to go to drive-ins when you were young? And I, I know you're a young fellow. Did you ever get to go to a drive-in? So, uh, no, but uh, I have shame. recently been to the one out in Belleville. Um, yeah, oh, they did, they great. did a, a re-showing of E.T., which was really cool, um, but it was, it was different. I'll tell you that much. It was different, uh, but I enjoyed the nostalgia behind it for sure. 
It, it it is. It's um. Of course, things are the the big change in drive-ins is you used to have that speaker that was on a pole, so you'd pull up to it and roll your window down about part way and take the speaker and like hook it on your window so it was blowing into your car. Can you can you picture yeah, this? Are I'm, you following, following me at all? Okay, <laughs> okay. So the sound was terrible, but now you can tune your stereo so as good a sound system as you have in your car that's what you're hearing in the movie it's that's not bad no it wasn't bad at all that's what we had to do um we had to go to like 98.7 <laughs> and that was uh that was uh, the movie and it was it was yeah it was it was completely fine it sounded great it's a different experience watching a movie at, at, at a drive-in versus a regular theater versus um, what's the big giant ones called now? IMAX. Like, um, yeah, versus an IMAX. They're, those things are all different. Oh, yeah, they? absolutely. So did you grow up going to the drive-in? Did, yeah. Um, in high school, that was our Friday night thing. You know, uh, Friday night was guys' night. Saturday night was date night. Um, girl, you take your – you and the boys would go to – the drive-in on Friday night and those speakers with, you know, they were wired to the um, pole. Sometimes they would come off and you could swing them around like a baseball bat. If you, <laughs> as, as guys might do at a drive-in. Oh, that's great. See how many guys you could put in the trunk and the kid working at the ticket counter or ticket booth. When you went in, he would he didn't care. And you'd have guys in the trunk and bring in your own food and all that stuff. It was it was fun. Those were fun Sounds days. Like for sure. Now uh, now it costs an arm and a leg to go to the movie theaters. <laughs> it, it does. How expensive is it now? Is it going to be more after the it, pandemic, I, you I think? I think so. They got to make their money back. Uh, it's typically about 12 bucks a ticket. And if you don't go to the concession stand, I think you're doing it wrong. So that's another 20, 30 yeah. bucks if you're, if you're going with a date for sure. Yeah. How much has that changed the concession stand? Like you can order salads and liquor and a steak right. i mean you can right. eat anything I've sushi at a movie theater sushi. okay <laughs> say it used to be just popcorn candy and soda that, and that's what that. i typically stick to but when i saw it on the menu i was yeah. like well i guess i gotta try it it's amazing they got the chairs that recline back and it's, it's a struggle to stay awake sometimes but um, are you familiar with the um, popcorn salad concept? So I'm going to take a guess. Is that like uh, right. you get a, 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 a bin of popcorn and then like you take your Reese's pieces and you throw them in there and yeah. like your M&M's and you throw them in there? Is that is that a popcorn salad? That's what it is. You mix that all up real good and every hand's a delightful mystery of what's coming out. If you can do two different candies, it's even oh, better. Oh, I know. I, I typically do. So... I always dump my Reese's pieces into my popcorn. Um, there you and, go. and sometimes I pick just popcorn, sometimes it's Reese's pieces, but most of the time it's that handful of, of, of both and it's delicious. Oh, and about 10,000 calories. Yeah, we don't worry. Calories it's don't awesome. count when you're watching a movie. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Can you remember the, can you remember the first movie you ever saw? Oh, wow. Um, Yes, it was Batman and Robin uh, in the movie theaters with my family coming home from uh, vacation in Florida. Who was Batman? Uh, it was George Clooney. <laughs> oh, no, you're going way back. terrible. All Absolutely right, I'm with you. terrible. Yeah. Um, I remember. He wasn't the best Batman. No, right and I remember that. Poison Ivy. I was like, what the heck? Like I, that was the first time, uh -huh. I guess, I thought a girl was cute. Uh, 
So it was, it was definitely <laughs> an experience for me, for sure. I do remember that one like it was the other day. The first movie I ever saw that I can remember scared the bejesus out of me. And I've been trying to track it down for, well, almost 50 years, 55 years now. I don't know how old I was, but it was um, it was a Little Red Riding Hood movie of some kind. And it was scary. I mean, like the wolf. I don't know if it was animated. It had to be probably animated. Maybe it was live action. I'm not sure, but it scared me. And, oh, wow. Um, I've never been able to find it. Little Red Riding Hood, something about this wolf scared me, and I've not been able to find it. And, and I think that's probably um, one of the things about movies that – one of the things that endures people like you and I to movies is the memories with the people, the memory. You said coming back from Florida, so that's part of a vacation movie, uh, part of a vacation memory. I, I think movies – become entwined with our our lives with our existence and, and our happy memories we mark time oh, by them absolutely I, I agree with that completely yeah I, as i think back in my in my life significant events you know going to movies and and what that movie was and, and what what that entertainment meant to me at the time so i can in fact um <laughs> i can remember going to see a movie and i know you're, you're way too young for this it was called um it's called big jake and it was a john wayne movie and it was one of the first movies i saw that that um i was it was probably rated i don't even know what the rating system was then, but it was like a big person movie and i was a young kid i was probably oh, that's 10, great. going to yeah going to a big guy movie with my dad and got to see uh, Big Jake and then Oh, I guess I was even younger than that because it was kindergarten. So we went to the movie. We saw Big Jake. And on the way home, we stopped at some store and picked up my lunchbox because kindergarten was either the next day or the following Monday or something. So I needed a lunchbox. So I got my lunchbox. And that was something I can remember an experience that I had with my dad that ties into I guess I was five or six years old, and, and I can still remember that movie and that whole experience getting my Oh, that's amazing. That. That's great. So you probably got some memories like that as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Uh, one that just stands out to me. So my dad actually has maybe been to three movies his entire life, and they were all with me. Really? <laughs> um, I forced <laughs> him to go to the movie theater with me. Um, but one of those memories I have was me, my brother, and my dad – after one of our uh, father-son banquets at school, uh, my dad still wanted to kind of do something. So we went and saw, uh, oh gosh, why is it blinking on me? The Clint Eastwood movie uh, where he says, no, Western? Says, get off my lawn. Oh gosh. Yes. Grand Torino? Torino. We saw Grand Torino together. This okay. was in high school. Um, and and it, was, it was a great memory with my dad. Um, and that was when they started serving alcohol at movie theaters. So he got to drink a little bit, and I had to drive home uh, because it was father son. <laughs> he he got to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, even growing up, my grandmother would always take us to movies. I talked about my uncle during the holidays. Uh, it just movies are surrounded by traditions, and and traditions mean everything yeah. to me. Um, yeah, it's it, that that is so true. You know, Gran Torino. My son and I went to, went to that one. I, I almost punched him in the face afterwards. So we walk out of Gran Torino, and my son, just like you and your dad, father son, we walk out, and he says to me, "Man, that was really good." Has that Clint Eastwood guy done any <laughs> other movies? Oh no, you probably wanted yeah. to disown him right, right there. there. 
I yeah, I did not know how to deal with that. Crazy. Yeah, so grandma. Yeah, I went to movies with my grandma. Oh, you all did the time. Too, huh? She uh, around the holiday time, she loved taking us to like Christmas movies or Halloween movies that were out. Uh, uh, not like scary ones, but like uh, more children type movies. And yeah, I love going to movies with her as well. I I remember seeing my grandma cry. I never saw her cry. I didn't even know people. You know, like she was a person that could cry, but she cried at Love Story. Are you familiar uh, with that explain one? Explain it to me here, Rocky. See, this is that age gap. Allie, Allie, it's Allie McGraw and uh, Ryan something or another, and he gets cancer. They fall in love, get married. He gets cancer and dies, or she gets cancer and dies, maybe. One of them, one of them died too early, and it was super sad called love story and my my grandma was crying bawling like a little kid and i was like what is going wow. on here why are people wow. do doing you remember, this do you remember the first movie you ever cried in uh i don't cry <laughs> but if i did it would be field okay. of dreams that's a good answer uh mine's terrible are you ready I, for I, mine have you ever have i you am ever seen what my dog skip no, but I've heard about it. And I've heard that it has oh, a reaction to something people. Something about dogs. When dogs go through uh, pain and sorrow, it it just melts my heart. And I was a young kid. My dog was kind of uh, sick at the time, and I just started crying my eyes out. Ah, <laughs> you know, from what I know of you, I can see you as oh, a dog big guy. dog guy. Big I got dog. a ninety pound golden retriever yeah. uh, kind of standing right next to me right now. All right. How's he do with the baby? Oh, well, it's a she. Her name's Gracie, but she's uh, she's amazing. Okay. Louis and her are best friends. Yep. Okay. I've heard that retrievers are can be real doting on small children. Great, especially. great family dogs. Uh, when we walked yeah. through the door with them for the first time, she she bit his toe, thinking it was like a toy. Uh, but after that, after that, <laughs> she's been great. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess oh, we're off sorry. topic. Back to movies. <laughs> That's okay. That's the fun fun thing about the old man's podcast. We just wander around. We'll come All home right, eventually. So um, I know you did some show prep. What what were some of the things that you wanted to talk about? Let's see. Movies? Um, I you know what? I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think about uh, streaming movies like Netflix or now these new movies because of COVID nineteen? They're coming to your streaming devices before they come to the theaters. What do mm-hmm. you think about that? Yeah, so we've been doing that a lot. We I got I got the Disney Channel at some point during the pandemic. I always have had Prime and Netflix, and you're right, they're dumping like first run movies uh, on those uh, websites to, to view. I I have a big I have a sound bar and, and a you know big flat screen TV like most people do, but I I can't match the theater experience, especially the big Omnimax kind of thing, which I like. I like watching big. I, if, I, if I'm going to go to the movies, I want it to be yep. giant. I want it to be big. I want it to be experienced. If it's just a movie about, you know, it's a rom-com or, um, you know, a relationship movie or something like that, I'll watch that at home on my TV. But if it's an action movie where there's, everything's going to need to be big, then I, would, I do want to see it at the theater. So that, to answer that question, I find a place okay. for both. So I am kind of old school on this. I hate streaming movies from my my tv at home i think directors make movies for a reason and it's for the big screen and if you don't see their art in the big screen you're not doing the directors or the actors justice right but 
But uh-huh. I miss going to the movie theaters right now because of COVID-19. So I am thankful that I have streaming devices that I can watch these movies when they come out on my TV. But I'm hoping this doesn't take over because going to the movies is one of my favorite things to do. I mean, my wife and I, for a while there, we would average going to the movie theaters like once a week. Did you join? Like you can join? Oh yeah, AMC we did the A listener like club. And... You could see like four movies. Yeah, that's what it is. Or something like that. Yeah, oh, you got to do that. It's oh, during the summer. Especially in the summer, in camp, but it, sure. it, it saved us so much money. But I love the streaming. I'm kind of like you. I love it because it's convenient and it's there. But it never will replace going to the movie theater. Mm-mm. Some movies, are, a lot of movies, are just too big. I, I like. Let's take the Avengers. Any of the Avenger movies. I've tried. I have watched them on TV, but you know, it's just kind of haphazard. And there's nothing else to do. I watch it. That's a movie. Any of them. Those are the big action movies that I want to see on a giant screen. Uh, if we're talking about just a movie about a story, yeah, you, you know, can watch not, that on your. There's TV not a lot to it. I can take that. Yeah, you can watch yeah. that on your laptop. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. on my phone. Right. Right. Um, so. Yeah. So yeah, going to the movie theaters, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Do you like the new like five star lounge seats where you can recline, or do you prefer like the old uh, seats that don't bend? <laughs> no, I'm completely spoiled. I want my feet up. I want somebody bringing me my food and my drinks. Yeah, I can't go. To I don't a regular think I can either. Anymore. You have I'm to have spoiled. the recliner seats. There's a there's a movie theater uh-huh. on Old Boulevard, and my wife and I went. And we were blown away that they didn't have recliner seats. We were like, what is this? <laughs> like, how they not adapted? It's, it's the best way to watch a movie. I feel like there's some, and, and maybe it's the Shriners here in town. Is, that a, is there a theater uh, called Shriners? familiar. The Shriners. Yeah, maybe down, maybe Central West End area where they have like couches and stuff where you're like watching a movie as if yeah, you're in the, the living room. Drive-in, or the High Point Theater. Has High that, Point, maybe that's it. Um, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's something about like sharing yeah. the couch with others that doesn't <laughs> sound pleasing to me, but I'll, I'll, I'll hang out in those recliners all day long. Like, I'm with you. I got to tell you, I'm not going to a movie to socially interact with people. I'm going to the movie yeah, to watch hate, movies and I don't really care if anybody else is there during movies or the absolute worst. You know, you're not mm-hmm. in your living room. Get off your phone. Quit talking to the person next to you and watch the movie. Have you found a lot of problems with people on their uh, phones yeah. in theaters? Now more Have you seen ever. that a lot? Um, you know, they're starting to allow uh, there's going to be certain showings where you can be on your phone. So movie theaters are starting to do that. Oh so it God. will say like on the ticket, like phones allowed. So people won't be shamed uh, for being on their phones during the movie. I'm not sure. I, I don't like either. Then, <laughs> I, I hate that rule. I, I don't like that. I'm the person that I don't like that at shush, all. Uh, shushes people. <laughs> I Good. All right. Let's go back. Let's go back pre okay. pre pandemic. Best movie you saw. Last great movie you saw. Oh, wow. Pandemic. I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's film uh, with Brad Pitt and Ooh. Leonardo DiCaprio was phenomenal. Um, it, Tarantino's a whole, we could do a whole other podcast. I, I just can talk on about Tarantino, Tarantino for, right? I think, 24 hours. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to go that long, but let's keep going. 
Um, is that your favorite no, Tarantino? No, Glorious Bastards is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, I just, great. I, I think Christoph Waltz yeah. in that is that's some of the most impressive acting I've ever seen. He spoke like three different languages in the movie. He did French, English, and German. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, um, I think actors like being in Tarantino films because they really get to stretch. They really get to to run. It, uh, be free to do what it is they want yeah, to do. Do you think, think that's true? The, the dialogue between member or, or between actors, that just the script alone is is amazing. Sometimes I feel like they're riffing. Like you know, he he's telling them, "Here's your subject. This is what I want you oh, to yeah. talk about." I think Go. I think it's a little bit of both. So sometimes you can tell when it's Tarantino talking, and then other times you can tell when it's improv and ready. to and just people in character. I love it. Tarantino's amazing. <laughs> so he, he is. So so the, the classic Tarantino is the one with Travolta. Yeah, um, oh, God. Um, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Was that no, his first No, he had start? a couple movies before that. His first big um, one. Jackie Brown was probably his first big one before Pulp Fiction. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. It's a pretty good okay. one. It's not my favorite, but that kind of that's kind of what put him on the map. He seems to have his posse he runs with Samuel L. Oh, Jackson yeah. being one of them. Have you? Have you? Yeah. And this one was Brad Pitt. What did Inglorious Bastards and Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, up there? Wow. Um, there's yeah. a couple of like yeah. Kurt Russell's in a couple of movies, uh, and then there's yeah. a bunch of guys that I know their faces, and I can never tell you their names. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know their face. You know, I like the way he takes a historically accurate, significant event. And goes <laughs> off into another dimension with it. So, like, like they the yep. uh, the killing of Hitler and all the Nazis, and then this one had to oh, do with the, the Manson murders. But he just kind of, w- <laughs> yeah, he just he gets close enough that you think it's almost real, like it's almost See, really. I happened, remember seeing that did. with my wife in theater. She was like, "Did this happen?" I was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> if you don't know oh, your history, you sure. could be tricked for right sure. there. It's like the social media of movies. Like you know, I was like, huh, didn't, uh, <laughs> is this how this went down? Yeah. Well, yeah, like the Hollywood one, were they, was the Manson family really living in an old, I think they were. They really were oh, yeah, all shacked up in this cult. old uh, yeah. film studio. Yeah. So it's crazy. What about you? Crazy. What's the best movie you've seen uh, uh, we... pre-COVID? Oh... I wasn't prepared to answer my own questions, rats. Um, you know, I, I recently it's um, Black Panther, those Avengers type movies. Those things are just they're just so big. And, and Guardians of Galaxy, I guess I'll go I'll go with that. Guardians two, and the soundtracks, man. I, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about soundtracks. You know, some movies, some. Um, um, not just movies, but um, what do you call it when you have multiple movies in time? Uh, sequels, in a series. Uh... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, not sequels. Yeah, franchises. Um, franchises. Some, 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 some franchises have just spectacular soundtracks, time after time after time. Some actors, like um, um, oh god, the funny, the funny guy, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler movies have great soundtracks too. And uh, I ended up buying soundtracks oh, to movies. Have you ever done that? Um, I bought. Uh, have you ever seen The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale? So yes, 
So there's yes, some great, great movie. songs from that time period when the movie was uh, based off of uh, that's on there. And then there's a lot of great songs that, that just tell the story of the movie so well. The lyrics match with the story. Um, and and I, I bought mm-hmm. the Fighter uh, soundtrack. I also bought uh, Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained soundtrack because there was a lot of cool rap music in that as well. Yep, and he makes it work. It's a western yeah. with rap That's music. Why I thought that was it so works. awesome when I was seeing it for the first time. I was like, I'm going to buy the soundtrack, and I did. But those were the last soundtracks from movies I yeah. bought. But uh, I'm like, I'm done. I've got several Saddler ones, The Water Boy, so and Big Daddy. This is great soundtracks. Like I don't think I've ever noticed it. So when I go back and watch those '90s Adam Sandler comedies, I'm going to kind of look for that a little more. Yeah, all of his movies, the soundtrack seems to be important to it. I and mean, even the even his you know fifty first dates, even his more newer ones, have really good soundtracks to them, and and they do kind of slip it in. You wouldn't know that you're watching a movie and you wouldn't think about the, well, the focus on the soundtrack. Comedy, you don't think of the soundtrack. You're just looking mm-hmm. there for, for the raunchy jokes, right? Then then I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. But- See, see what the mu- music's all about. I'm excited. Thank you, Rocky. Yeah, there's a, you know, hey, anytime I can help. There, there's some uh, there's some <laughs> stupid songs too, like but but there's some pretty good ones. But I, I like the big like well, the first soundtrack I ever bought was the first Star Wars, oh, wow. 1976. Oh, so I could had I it could, on a, like the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. I could fall asleep to that almost every single day. Yep. That's that's what I would do. I had it on on um I had it on vinyl because that's all we had hey, I got a vinyl <laughs> back in the seventies. Yeah, I got a vinyl player. You know, you're the second guy I've had on podcasts that has told me that, and I'm like, damn it, I threw all of mine away. I oh, gave them all no. away at garage sales. I can kick myself now. Yeah, I had a favorite, great collection. All my favorite bands. We have when one they release a new CD. They release a new vinyl too. Does it sound better? Uh, I don't think so, but I like I like I like how it okay. sounds. I like the scratch. And there we are <laughs> off the track. We're not talking about movies again. Sorry, that's my fault. You 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 said <laughs> right. uh, you're excited to have me. I could I could talk about everything else other than movies too. <laughs> yeah, you you made me on again. This, this talk could go a while. So um, genres. How, how do you classify music? I our movies, not music. How do you how do you classify movies? What kind of categories um, do you use? So I'm assuming you mean like like comedy, drama, and all that good stuff? Uh, yeah. yeah, just like the basics. Yeah. like uh, Comedy, drama, romantic comedy? Yeah, is that different, different than comedy? That's for sure. Or just is that a comedy? Uh, rom-coms. Different. There's some okay. good ones, but there's a lot of bad ones. But then, uh, yeah, like... We're, like we're going to circle back like, to that. Yeah. Um, I like horror. Okay. Is horror a form of sci? Is horror sci-fi uh, or is that different? It can definitely be one and the same for sure. Just depends. I love action. Action movies. movies. I'm a. I like. I like big explosions. They... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, action movies like uh, superhero movies. Action heroes like. You know, well, regular I like, hero I like, movie, you know what I'm I saying? Love what Marvel's doing right now, but like I love diehards. I love like uh old like I think I've mentioned to you earlier like old 
cheesy eighties movies, uh, action movies. I think are are so cheesy. They're great. Um. <laughs> well, let's let let's go to that because that's kind of that's kind of how we all got we you and I got started on this. We were talking about the eighties, and I said, um, listeners that remember the stories from the eighties. This is new listener Ryan at the top. And I said, Ryan, what do you think about the 80s? And you said, cheesy. Get one word, cheesy. And then we started talking about what you meant by that. And it was your your knowledge of the 80s, because you weren't born yet, is strictly yep. based yeah. on movies, yeah. right? I mean, just and, like the settings, we- the scenes, the clothes, the lines, everything seems so predictable in the 80s. <laughs> That's right. And the romantic comedy was absolutely predictable. You knew five minutes into it who was <laughs> who getting would together. Fall in love at the end, who would be heartbroken, all that good stuff. Yep. Yep. The, the only story was so how I were like they going to get there? Hallmark you know, movies that, of what, today's generation are like the rom coms in the 80s. Like, you know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, like, the girl comes okay. home from New York to her small town, USA. Uh, she falls in love with her old grade school connection. <laughs> like it's it's so predictable. Every Hallmark movie that way. <laughs> and, and that was really an '80s thing. I it, when was the last time a movie like that? They, they just no, don't they come do out not. like that much no, anymore. They do not. I, now I felt like, and I talked about this in that particular episode about how the action movie changed in the 80s and this isn't coming from me this is a special i saw on uh netflix did you ever see that by the way uh movies movies of the 80s the movies the movies that made us movies that made us uh movies of the 80s something like a couple episodes like i watched like the home alone episode um and then yeah i forget the other episode i watched but i've only seen like two of them they were there it's a pretty good show okay well, I'd recommend the if you're wanting to know a little bit about action movies, um, okay, the Die Hard episode, and and they they point out that prior to Die Hard, action heroes were like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, J- or John Claude Van Damme, karate dudes, people <laughs> who could kill you, yep. twelve so different ways, right? And Rambo, and, <laughs> and with yes, yes, they were deadly, deadly people, and then the Die Hard character John McClane was kind of just a regular dude, a wisecracking guy that was, you know, had the gumption to get the job done, but he wasn't going to, he wasn't a karate champion or anything like that. And that kind of changed the whole image. He was balding. Image. He was like a bad father, but like kind of a good one at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know if you want to root for him. But yeah. Lots of faults. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. It changed, it changed the whole thing. Now, when I, when I think of, current and let's move to more current stuff because i think you pointed us out in pre-show when you and i were talking that you know you you feel like this podcast is to try and help um (laughs) seniors older generation understand what's going on right no i don't know if i use the word senior that's kind of how you put it (laughs) (laughs) you didn't but i'm trying to be soft here (laughs) um but um Current action heroes, uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, wow. What else you got? That's a great question. Uh, Vin Diesel, I guess The Rock, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock. Johnson. Oh, definitely Dwayne um, Johnson. Yeah. yeah. So, how did I not? 
<laughs> you know, that guy does everything though. He does. He's just That's he's true. a tooth fairy for that God's sake. Actually, is terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I kind of like it. <laughs> It was yeah. like my sister's favorite movie yeah. growing up, so we watched it on repeat always. Um, I, you know who Jason Statham I'm is? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's kind of all those action boy. He movies. Really is. Um, uh-huh. Him yeah. and The Rock were together. I, I haven't seen in, that. Uh, one with I haven't one. seen that yet. Oh, okay, did you? I did. Did you like it? I saw it. It's a Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, if you like action and you liked any of the Fast and Furious, you like that one. It was really movies good. because they start re- they realized like what they were and they stuck to it. Like <laughs> they knew they were making cheesy movies with explosions, yep. Yep. And unbelievable action scenes, and they just stuck to it. And I love it. <laughs> yep, yep. There, yeah. you, you can predict what's going to happen. It's. it's you know, and it's funny they they really make they make fun of the two characters like you know um, the the Rock is lifting yeah. weights and driving a giant <laughs> SUV and uh, Statham's doing karate and driving a sports car. You know, they they really contrast the two of them. It was it was I'm, well done. I'm to, I'm, that's well a, such a great question. I can't think of action movie. Uh, movie stars like of my time, other than those three, are the only ones that kind of pop in my head. I, I really can't think of others. So I've, you know, I've lived sixty-one years now. I haven't been, I haven't been cognitive. I haven't been aware of what's going on all sixty-one yep. years because I was a little kid, right? But um, you know, for a good fifty years, and, and we've seen some great actors and actresses come through. Some of them are action. Some of them are dramatic actors, but um, in, in your in, in my generation, I would point to, of course, John Wayne and Clint Eastwood. But there, you know, Kurt Russell has done some great work. Um, and I, I guess the question would be: in your generation, who can you say there's a greater greatest actor Ooh. currently? I don't know that you can say that because there's so many. There's a lot different, of different ones, um, but there seem to be know, about four or five yeah. actors or actresses that always make a good movie. I think, I think Denzel Washington's up there. I haven't seen a movie he's made that that isn't mm-hmm. bad. Um, I think Leonardo DiCaprio is yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, movies he touched are typically golden. Um, I don't know if Meryl Streep's yeah. my generation, but <laughs> she's, she's not. She's your mom. She's generation. made a boatload of movies that are good. <laughs> uh, let's see who else yeah. is on that list. Yeah. Brad Pitt's made some bad movies, but he's also made some really good ones. I don't even know. If... He's made some movies that didn't have a prayer. And he made him interesting, like the one where the guy oh, started Benjamin old Button. and got turned into a baby. Yeah, like you read that script. If I'm Brad Pitt and yep. reading that script, I'm going, "This is garbage. This is never going to work." And he yeah, jumps in, true. and it kind of works. That's very true. Um, I don't. I guess Denzel and Leo are my my top two uh, actors of of the generation. That that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is pretty good. He does everything. Boy, he, he is. Yeah, he is. And I have a I have total respect for actors and actresses that'll take themselves out of their comfort zone and, and try something different. Like you mentioned Denzel. And I'm thinking of the he did a remake. Um God, I can't think um I keep wanting to say Dirty Dozen, but it wasn't. He was a Western and um oh God. 
I can't think of it, think of the name of it right now, but Denzel is, is impressed me. And you're right. If there's yeah. a Denzel Washington movie, I'm going, it doesn't matter what it is or what it's about. It's going to be good. DiCaprio, yeah, and, and, same uh, thing. Who else would be on this list? Rocky. That's such a great question. That's such a great question. Wow. Well, I'm gonna be at, I'm gonna be at editing a lot of this him and Han out. So take your time and take your time and think about it. Thanks, I'm glad. Female, can you think about it? An can you think of an actress? I think uh, Scarlett Johansson's pretty darn good. Um, is she just getting by? I mean, she's gorgeous, but she's a great. She really actress. got some skills. Uh, I mean, her voice alone can be a voice character. Uh, and she, she's had some pretty. Have you? Did you see Marriage Story? She was phenomenal. No, I missed that Marriage one. Story. One of the most believable characters I've seen in a long time. And she pulls uh, off the action okay with the great. Avengers. She's I mean, great. She makes... But Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress. I think. I think she when she yeah, makes a movie, yeah. it's 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 gold. Um. Guys, Reese, Reese Witherspoon's uh, kind of stepping back into the spotlight. Yeah, she's she's had some good shows yeah, too. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Some um, uh, veteran, we'll say, veteran actors and actresses that are um, got the attention oh, yeah. of young people. Veteran uh, Robert De Niro's amazing. I think Joe Pesci's amazing. Did you see? Uh, Oh gosh, why am I blanking on that that movie they just came out? Oh, The Irishman. Yeah, yep, that was on, great I, on uh, uh, Netflix. I couldn't watch. I couldn't get enough it, of it that. Was it was amazing. I it multiple times. Oh gosh, I love yeah, once again. Movies. You could have a whole podcast on the mom movie. Organized <laughs> I'll I'll throw out that Netflix one with uh, it's in Canada. It's based in Canada. I can't think of the name of it now. I'm totally blanked on it, but it's about a, um, I guess Ontario, somewhere in Canada. I don't know much about Canada, but there's a mob up there, and uh, wow. it's it was really good. Okay, on Netflix. What's it, do you know the name? I'm always throwing ad. <laughs> no, of course not. Not, not just. <laughs> I don't even know my own That's name great. sometimes. Um, <laughs> who are some other veteran actors? I guess I said Meryl Streep earlier, so I'll throw her in there. <laughs> All right. So, what is to you when you when you when we talked about going to movies? Like some movies are small screens. Okay for for this particular movie. So like Big Daddy, I'm just taking a 90s comedy movie that Adam Sandler did, Big Daddy. You didn't have to go to the theater to enjoy it. You watch it on your TV. It's not big. Correct. It's it's a small screen movie, right? All right. So um, Dances with Wolves, that is not a small screen. That's a giant, to me, a cinematic, something you need to see on the big screen. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You buy into that? Okay. So let's go with... um, some of your favorite, like okay. you got to see um, it on the big screen. I think all the Avengers movies you got to see on the big screen, uh, if you absolutely can. Uh, uh, did you see Interstellar? That movie was made mm-hmm. for IMAX cinema, to where you could feel the sh- the seats rumble. <laughs> um, that was. And I see, didn't me and my see friends it saw there, it on and opening night in IMAX, and it was it was something. And then I rewatched it on my TV, and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I can see. I, I, tell, t tell me a little bit about that, though. How did you find out uh, what made you know or what what was your source of information that you knew well, you needed to go see that in IMAX like and you were there? Streaming in IMAX or not streaming. Uh, uh, you can go view this at IMAX. Go see this at IMAX. Like, I literally remember a commercial that said, like, this movie was made for IMAX theater. So it was, yeah, okay. and, and well, it you was took awesome. the word for it, it huh? Made for IMAX. It was great. <laughs> um, but but any of Christopher yeah, Nolan's fantastic. movies that he's been making recently, I would go see in IMAX or any theater because a lot of it has to do with the sound editing and mixing. Uh, and you don't really get that from your regular TV screen. You might get it if you have surround sound or a little sound bar, but but there are some movies that the sound is everything. Like he did Dunkirk, which was all sound. I agree. Oh my God, was you could not watch? Exactly. I tried to watch it on a regular TV. You had to see it on a big screen. You had to see it on a big screen. Yeah. Another movie. Yep. Yep. He did Dunkirk. I didn't know that. That was that was and great. Then, that was a great movie. It was it was really interesting, wasn't it? How you had yep. three different plots going on at the same time. You're moving forward through these three different stories, yeah, it was really and they cool. all converge um, at one point. And I never seen anything like, like that. Uh, uh, it was very my creative. friend actually is a is a someone in the background. What kind of actors do they call that? <laughs> but he's so it almost ruined the movie for me. Oh, it's when they're in the submarine, kind of hiding from the bullets being shot at them. Uh, the sub submarine, their boat that's washed up on right. shore, and and my friend is in the shot. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, he's in the boat. Are you serious? So, like, he's in that of, boat. He's just an extra. How did he, I, he's, how did he get he in does. there? He he. That's what he does for a living. He's an extra in movies, and he's trying to like make it make it as a stand up comedian. Um, but he, I, it's like one of the most intense parts of the movie. I'm amazed. And I see my friend in the background. I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Wasn't I'm not they sure. shot in Europe? I don't think so. Not all of it. Uh, how I, does he I, like? He just shows up to the studio and stands around with some... uh, on my phone. I'll send it to you after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it's him in the boat and his face is oh circled. My God. I'm like, oh, this movie's uh, no longer cool to me because my funny friend is in the background <laughs> you know another one similar to uh, that this may be this may be the answer to the question i asked earlier my my favorite movie pre-pandemic um similar to dunkirk 1914 did you have I, to see now 1917 did you have I to see 1917 shots like it, the, it was just amazing yes. it was an amazing movie it was when he was running through that burning that that town that was on fire and pretty and much burning down, and, and he was running were through there, by him and then the and, uh -huh. oh, I was scared. I was afraid too. I was like, even I was afraid. Uh, I don't want to give it away for anyone that's seen it, but like, like, <laughs> no, if they like, haven't seen it. It's their fault. Go ahead and give it the, away. The trailers made it look <laughs> I have like no the respect other guy for would be the main character, and then uh, the other guy didn't last mm -hmm. too long. <laughs> That, that kind of uh, that kind of shock. No. <laughs> yep. And it, it did. Yep. And and the way they the way they took him out, just the whole thing. That is a great movie. No, Who did that wasn't. movie? Well, oh. not the same guy that did Dunkirk, did he? Oh gosh, that kills me. 
If if I go to the internet on my phone while I'm doing this, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. I gotta believe whoever whoever this cat is think, has got a future I because that think was it might, that was it may be smartly the, actor, the director who did the Revenant, which is that one shot. Uh, continuous motion. Have you ever seen The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, you've never seen that, Rocky? I have not seen that one. My bad. Oh, you should watch it. No, I've heard about it. My bad. I'll fix that. I will. 1917. Damn good movie. Have you seen uh, Tenet? Have you seen Tenet? I like... Yeah, you know, I've seen the ads for it. It's not the only thing we're seeing uh, right now, isn't it? I'm public because I got that little one at home. Uh, so it's killing me not to see it in the theaters. I'm gonna right. have to watch that uh, streamed on on my TV. We haven't gone out. Yeah, we haven't gone out either. And that my wife is itching to go. To, she loves going to the movies. She'll just like on some afternoons. She'll just have. Oh, when we when we have breaks at school, I'd, but, I. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I go every day if I can. I'll see. I'll see the crappy movies just to see them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, Tenet does look good. No, me neither. But I My friends can't go said to it was awkward. Yet. <laughs> really? How, what was the? What uh, was you the had to wear a mask the whole time, the and then protocols? only certain seats were available. So, like two seats basically per row. Uh, well, you can take it off. How are you eating popcorn with a mask on? So what if you just take it off and don't ever put it back on? How does anybody? Uh, did they get no. So that was police kind of what my the buddy said. He was like, "Yeah, we showed up to our seats and basically just had our mask off the whole time because they there was only like three other people in the theater and they were so spread out. I guess he said it didn't matter, but he said it was weird because a lot of the movie going is like the crowd interaction as well, right? You, you start to hear sniffling when people right. are crying or you laugh together, you you jump out of your seat together like that. That that's one of the best parts about going to see a movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever been sure. in a movie where everybody claps uh, at the end? Yeah, Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. Can you name any? Uh everyone clapped after that one. Yep. Uh Avengers Endgame. Uh uh all the new Star Wars, everyone yes. seems to clap when uh the scroll comes on in the beginning. <laughs> and <laughs> Um, that's kind of weird. Uh, but I wonder why that yeah, is. Those those have been the movies where clapping happens. A lot of the Marvel movies, because people are so enthralled by those movies. What What about you? They are. They are. Marky Mark. You know what? You just you mentioned Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark, as I like to call him. Has he really has put a nice series of movies together? We recently watched on TV the uh, Patriots Day. The Patriot is that the one where yep. what was Patriot Patriot Day? Yeah, we watched that on regular TV. But that guy's oh, really yeah. put together he's, a nice he's one of my favorite career, he, hasn't he? He puts out a movie. I'll go see it. Um, he's also the king of making cheesy movies as well. <laughs> um, but but he's had some he's okay. really really great ones. <laughs> He does action. He does drama. He he pulls. You know, you mentioned the fighter a little while ago. He pulls a lot of different uh, he did those characters. He can pull it off. Uh, if you've ever, yeah. Where he did he do singer. one where he was a singer? Did he do um uh, the remake of the um 
Oh God, he did his. I, I thought he did a remake. Oh, he was a, he was a singer. That, yeah, that that's. I think that's yeah, like Rockstar. I'm not. I've never seen it, but I can see. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he does. He does. He does rock. He did Rockstar, which you know the guy started in. He was a singer in a good boy band. <laughs> not hard anyway, at all. So how much? How hard would that have been? I yeah. guess. Yeah, he's not a big fella, but he pulls all, he pulls the action shots oh, off. Yeah. He he looks yeah, badass he's, he's when he's fighting actor. and stuff. Yeah, makes it work. So that's one of the guys I think he let's lump him. So in I was, with, I, was, uh, Denzel I was I was I was thinking Leonardo about that, but he has he a lot of bad movies, movies too. So. <laughs> Oh, are you are you are you doing like a yeah, counterbalancer, like mind, good one like, here, oh, bad okay. one? Daddy's you home know. movies are bad. Uh, he did. Did you ever see Pain and Gain with The Rock? Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was bad. And that's why Dwayne Johnson can't be considered a. I'll agree with you on this. Dwayne Johnson cannot be no, considered he's a great actor. He does so many crappy like, movies. If there's explosions and towers falling yeah. down, he's in it. <laughs> I'm going to throw this one out at you. I was thinking about this the other day. So back when I was your age, the everybody's father, the kind of kind of character was Jimmy Stewart. So Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart was like the most lovable. Yeah. You wanted him to be your dad kind of guy, right? <laughs> now we've got Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks is the modern okay. James I Stewart. I like that a lot. Stewart, Tom Hanks, what do you I think? mean, he was even Mr. Rogers in a movie. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I we that's another one. We watched that over the pandemic and I I got Apple TV for a week and, and did the uh, the Greyhound. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, it's a big screen movie. You oh. can't see it on a big screen. They got it on Apple TV. So oh, I had to watch it practically on my yeah, phone. It was stupid. Yeah, he, I yeah. Yeah, it did. He's everybody's dad. He's great. I don't think there's a better answer, yeah, Rocky. He's our new Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a another person, and <laughs> I don't think that exists. I think he. You do like De Niro. How do how do kids your like Al? How do kids your age okay, like Pacino? So that's a really great Pacino. question because I didn't have respect for him until I saw the Godfather movies. I always just saw him as this this rambling old man, and then I watched the wow. Godfather movies, and I was like, oh, he's a great actor. I mean, he's good in heat, but he's just like, he just screams too yeah. much. <laughs> but, but him and the Godfather, oh my lord, he's amazing. That was that yep. was every. They all were Marlon Brando. Uh, he talked about yep. De Niro playing the young Godfather. You know, but, was a key, uh, but I've grown up amazing, with like amazing actors on SNL making fun of Pacino. Right, like so, like I guess I always thought he was kind of uh, okay. a cheesy actor, and then I saw The Godfather for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's legit." Yeah, you went backwards. So, yeah, I, the first time I ever saw Al Pacino, well, the first time I ever saw oh, him was probably he was um, in a or... where he was a bank robber. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's unique. dog day, it's weird, dog day afternoon. Good. Yeah. And he did Taxi Cab, which is are you talking That's to me? I don't see anybody else here. Or is that De Niro? That's De Niro, yeah. So a young De Niro. Oh, De Niro's got a lot of reach. He's done a lot of things. De Niro did this movie called The Family. It's um 
it's it's not that great, but for some reason, me and my wife, me and my wife, always watch it when it's on TV. It's on Nep. No, is that one where his wife died and no, he and he traveled and his, traveled the country fam- to go see his kids? Movie. So him and his family uh, get put on witness oh, protection okay. and they move to uh, to Italy. Uh, and they're the big stupid Americans in Italy. Um, and, a lot of people don't like it. The critics ripped it apart, but for some reason, my wife and I love it. When we were in the hospital with Lewis, uh, I brought it to the hospital and we watched it like two or three different times. Yeah, it's fun. You'd like it. The family. I'm gonna have to watch that one. That sounds cool. Uh, it's comedy. It's action. What a is it? A comedy? It, it, it's good. Okay. <laughs> it's not as compared to Meet the Falkers. It's not as. It's more serious than Meet the Fockers. A lot more serious. Okay. No. no. Yeah, well, Meet the Fockers really isn't serious at oh, all. Yeah. He, was he, was, I mean, he was fun Meet, in that Meet one, the too. Is a, is a, I think will be a timeless comedy. I think 30 years from now, I'll be able to show Lewis uh, yeah. Meet the Parents, and he'll be like, oh, this is hilarious. Because it's so relatable. It's so relatable. Even though his, dad still a, his father-in-law is a CIA yeah. agent, there's still that awkwardness between uh, the son-in-law and father-in-law, and I think they do it perfectly. They did a good job with that. Yeah, um, going back to Pacino, he's got a Netflix one. Um, he's playing a Jewish. <laughs> well, you think he is? I don't want to give it away. Oh, either, interesting. But, um, he's a Nazi hunter, and it's on Netflix. Uh, I can't I can think of the name of it. Google I shouldn't have brought Pacino it up. I'm not going to think of the name. Nazi hunter. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be called Nazi hunters, but I'll throw that one out okay. there if you're stuck in a, on a rainy day and you got nothing to do. Deal. Deal. You, you want to see Pacino at his best? Yeah, he he. You know, he's played um, he played an Italian mobster in this particular show. He's playing a Jewish, um, not a mobster, but a, a Jewish kingpin of of types. But he also played a, a Cuban. That that just blows my mind how he plays a Cuban drug lord. And that was there's a lot of quotable movies that he's been in. What do you think of Scarface? Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. Um, I just I could. After, you brought it up that he made his bones in um, The Godfather, and after having connected him, he's always to me. He's always going to be connected with that. No. He just, I couldn't see him playing I, a Cuban I don't, drug. I don't really like Scarface. It wasn't for I remember when I was like in eighth grade was the first time I saw it. Uh-uh. And I mean, it was every poster. It was the quotes, you know, say hello to my little friend. I was like, this is going to be my favorite movie of all time. And I really didn't like it. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I it's like, to house. me, it's like Roadhouse, <laughs> maybe a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I know. I'll watch it if it's on, and, and please oh, go to the next commercial before I click it off. No, nope. <laughs> I won't tell anybody I'm watching Roadhouse, but I'll be watching it. Same yeah, thing with Scarface. Sure. You know, I just want to see the violence. Yeah, some guilty pleasure movies. <laughs> you got Have some you guilty pleasure movies. It's Forrest Whitaker. He plays a uh, black I samurai. <laughs> he goes around and he kills mobsters. Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting movie. A lot of people think it's terrible. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it doesn't sound that great. Just give it a shot. <laughs> Ghost Dog. 
Uh, All right, so, so that's your guilty. Speaking of Mark you Wahlberg, any other guilty pleasures? The worst Planet of the Apes movie has Mark Wahlberg in it. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, so you are right. I for, totally forgot about Planet that. Apes, but for some reason, if it's on TV, I'm watching it. I, I, it, it, it just, I don't know what it does. I think <laughs> it's, it's vintage Mark Wahlberg. It's got. Paul Giamatti is one of the smart apes. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's an interesting movie. Um, hey, oh, yeah. Tell me, have those you seen great. the 70s versions my... of the. How do you. Ca- how would you compare those to the. To oh, the no, no. I guess there's not really trilogy? new ones. It's probably been a while since they did one, but how. Uh, probably five years. Well, how new one. is it? Yeah, I've seen it. I don't necessarily consider it. I new, although I, I, I gotta I admit, I like it lot. better than the older ones. But As the Char- I like the newer Charlton ones, Heston but ones, the, but the older the newer ones, ones hold a special place in my heart. Okay, I think they're. I think I just think the concept, the Planet of the Apes, is cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, well, it really is, and it, and on we're talking about cinema. It's interesting because the apes. In the Charlton yep. Heston ones, are just dudes with rubber suits on. The apes oh, and the ones CGI, you're seeing now, real. that's got to be crazy. CGI, right? But yeah, yeah. That that's that's the difference in <laughs> movies between my life and your life is the tools, the tools that the that the directors and the the movie makers have to in their in their arsenal, CGI and all that. They can make that. Make stuff that doesn't even exist look real. A um, little bit of trivia. Do you know where the first CGI, uh, first impact, I guess you would say, CGI uh, movie was? Impact. First what movie is, what really impacted mean? by CGI. Yeah. Is it space I mean, this scene wouldn't have happened without computer-generated effects. Oh, what is it? No, but you're pretty damn close. Oh, really? It's uh, I... Apollo 13. Well, think about it. You're looking yeah. at a Saturn V1 rocket on the launch pad. How, how do you do that? It's like back in the old days when you're talking about Godzilla <laughs> movies and stuff. You'd take a lizard or a, mo- you know, or a model or something and zoom in on it real yep. close so it looked giant, but it was just a little foot-tall model. And and, and uh, uh, Ron Howard, Opie wanted to make that look more real. They, they were he didn't want to use models, so they got a Mac, a Macintosh computer, wrote the software t- to to create the images that you were seeing that looked like wow. an actual Saturn rocket That's that great. doesn't even exist anymore. So speaking of CGI, have you That's seen a like bit- the new, let's say like Disney remakes, like The Lion King? It's it's amazing. Oh, it looks real. It's amazing. Amazing. I mean, other than the moving mouths of the of the lions, it, it looks does. real. It's insane. Isn't it? It's kind of scary. Okay. Hey, I got one I got one more CGI story for you. So you go back to the very first Star Wars, and I remember seeing a special about this about the same time they did it. And and the at the end of that yep. very first one where they're attacking a Death Star 
and like like the uh, the X wing fighters or Zoom coming in and yeah. shooting the Death Star with pulsars and stuff like that. They made models. That whole thing is models. The the Death Star is a big model, and and they strung strings or fishing line every which way, you know, going this way, and they were sliding model X wing fighters down these strings to make it look like they were attacking a Death Star. That is yeah, and it looks crazy. Now you don't do that; you do it all on a computer. It looks really, really. But if you go back and if you ever get a chance to watch the last Star Wars and you're watching that end scene, I don't know that you can see wires. Now that that I put that image in your head, you'll be able to. Yeah, well, you'll see how things move. You know, like that thing's just going straight. It's not really turning. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll 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 like. Yeah, I can see how that worked now. And you know it's what? Funny it's funny how movies change. have changed over the years, over the, the decades, and or or CGI attempts oh, and compare yeah. them to today. I mean, just even that new Lion King alone is it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. You're right what about that. Mean? First movie ever made? Is it the one with the the rocket goes into? Do you the know moon? the first movie ever made? Or is that the Isn't first colored colored movie? Oh, that was such a. What's the first? That movie? was such a great guess. No, it was not the first movie. Great train robbery. I don't think I've ever seen the great it, train even robbery. As a history, historian, I've never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, she was a history teacher. What's it Google called? it. The train, Watching on YouTube, it's like eighteen minutes long, maybe twelve minutes. Long. All right, I just the wrote that great, down in my the, notes. The great train robbery. Great. Yeah, we're just watch it on YouTube. It won't take long because it's really short. So they and I guess they didn't. Have, that yeah, was the a moving movies. picture, so they didn't have sound with it. Yeah, silent movie air. Who was some of the big stars? Yeah, Charlie Chaplin in uh, early cinema. Um, I don't. I guess. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, are, mean, are kids your familiar, age familiar with the Three just, Stooges? I know it much? It's iconic, but I didn't grow up watching it. No, that kind Doesn't of comedy. something you were ever interested in watching. My generation, the comedy's got to be raunchy and, and so bizarre uh, that that kind of like slapstick comedy doesn't really make me laugh. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm getting? I'm seeing that where Adam Sadler and uh, who's the who's the guy that yeah, he was in the movie with the South Korean with uh, Kim Jong-un? It wasn't really yeah, Kim his- his movie, yeah, Seth Rogen. That's boy, he does some in your face, you know. Uh, you know, you're you're laughing, but if you're in a room with your kids, it's kind of hard. Exactly. It's kind of hard to watch so with your that's, teenage that's the kind daughter. Of stuff in that the room. makes my Trust generation me. laugh. Not like a a bop on the head, and while you're not looking, someone hits a, <laughs> like throws a lamp at your face. Like, like that doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> See, exactly. You guys don't do slapstick. You do raunch. <laughs> How did we get there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it was the Animal Animal House movie. Where are we going from there? What's going to make Nas- National Lampoon <coughs> was that was pretty raunchy. Yeah. They would do raunchy stuff. Maybe maybe that does it. Well, let me ask you that, that you took you took me in a great question here. Mo- think about this a little while. Movies 
that have caused a pivot oh, wow. or, or have changed movies. You know, changed uh, movies that have changed movies. Avatar. So that was the first three D movie I'd seen in theaters, at least oh, yeah. real life, like with actors in three D. And now almost every movie has three D option. Um, so to me, just like uh, cinematography and like the three D yeah. that that was that was that changed the game. Um, I I I think movies like Animal House and like Caddyshack. I mean, I think those changed comedies forever. I mean those those are in yeah. your face. Yeah. Your 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 if your grandparents knew you saw those movies, they'd say you're going to hell. I mean, like it was it was it was a little <laughs> too much for the times, and and I think everyone enjoyed it because it was so so out there. Um, what are what are, what are some movies that stick out to you on on that question? Well, I had always, and I was, I don't oh, know if I was okay. born yet, but I'd always thought that Wizard of Oz. This is what I was taught had, had was was a significant change. In fact, it changed while they were producing yep. the movie. So the beginnings in black and white, and this is before she goes to Oz, which is in color, and that was partially because the technology. This is what I've heard. Now this could be all, you know, um, not true, just urban legend that um the, the color technology became easier to do at some point while they were making that movie so they just thought well let's just do this we'll do this part in black yeah, and white that, this I mean, part that, in color i, I, love I don't know if that's true or not but... <laughs> I, I think that and i think of movie. mary poppins <laughs> because i know i know we're coming full circle on that i think mary poppins because that's the first movie that I can remember that was a musical. You know, then there was Fiddler on the Roof and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and other Disney type stuff. But musics, uh, um, what's what's the one now? Mamma Mia is, is a more yeah. recent one. Who would ever thought a musical could be a That's movie? a really good point. And I feel and like Mary Poppins was the okay, first one to pull that off. Uh, Pixar, Toy Story, that changed everything. The CGI and, oh. and computer animated, yeah, uh, that that yeah, right. that added a whole new element to, for directors to use in movies, um, which is why we have the new Lion King today look so real because of Toy Story. Good God. What's the? What, is there? Can you think of the first one that had uh, live actors oh, and wow. animation together? Uh, well, Mary Poppins, maybe <laughs> the Bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You penguins. know what? You're totally yeah. right. She was dancing with penguins. Uh, Pink, yeah, she was dancing it. with penguins. So look yeah. at you. You're right. That's, that's your answer. That, you you said Mary Poppins. That's was, 60 uh, years ago. Was one of those impactful movies. Good job. Whew. I didn't. Hear, what, wasn't thinking about that. Mary did Poppins. you see the second? Did, did you even ever see Mary Poppins? Yeah, I kind of liked it. I thought. Uh, did you see the remake, liked, the second uh, one? I like uh, the Hamilton guy. Lynn I liked it Manuel, better. I liked it better. He's he's creative, and and he had a lot to do with yeah. that soundtrack. But I thought it was pretty good, and I like uh, Emily Blunt. Oh wow! Talk about one of the best movies I've seen mm-hmm. pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. A Quiet Place. Did you see that? Oh, so it's it's a horror film. No, uh, tell me more. Monster 
if you make a noise, it comes and, 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 and kills you basically. So Emily Blunt, John Krasinski and their kids, which are in the movie or whatever, not their actual kids, but the kids in the movie, they have to like speak in sign language. They can't make any noise or these monsters come and get them. And it is. So when I was watching the movie in the movie theater (laughs) with a cinema full of people, I was nervous to eat my popcorn because I would make a noise. You got it. You have a big screen and a sound bar. You got to watch it. You have to watch it. I think a quiet place. Yeah. What? What's it called again? So it, it's I don't know if my wife's gonna like that. She is so anti horror. Like there are scenes that make you jump. There are scenes that make you cry. There are scenes that make you scream. But overall, it's a phenomenal just movie. Just the concept is great. A quiet place. They're making a sequel, and it was supposed to come out in March, but COVID pushed it. Are Are you familiar with how the how the studios were hit during COVID? It's not, it seems like they're all no. they all closed yeah, down. Of, they they of, weren't making movies um, for the last six months. Is that right? Um, and a lot of people like Tenant. It cost three hundred million dollars uh, to make it. Uh, and they're they're not even close to that yet, so they're hoping when they put it out streaming in December, uh, they'll make their money back. So if a movie which has huge implications like Tenant isn't making money, you know people are pumped for Tenant. If that's not making money, why would you roll out your crappy movie? No one's gonna see it, right? <laughs> yeah, but they've they've been hit. Cinemas yeah. are closing down. I hope this right. isn't the death. Right. Of, of movie theaters because I love going to the movies. Well, going back to where we started, it's kind yep. of the, a refreshing rebirth of the drive-in though, because that's, oh, that's yeah. a COVID friendly environment right? outside. It's, and everything. De- it's definitely not like going to the movies, but the nostalgia is there. And I'll, I appreciate nostalgia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you are a history teacher. Oh, let's see. Um, All right, what else you got on your list, buddy? Are terrible, but I love. We already covered that. <laughs> um, um, we've kind of talked about favorite uh, soundtracks, yeah. guilty pleasures, movies, movies. I'm excited for. Yep. To to do you have to come? Okay, well, let's do that. So let me introduce that. So, so Ryan, you got anything? Uh, are, you seem like you're really into what the um, industry right, is offering. You got any tips on want, movies that might be coming in the future? YouTube right now and type in Fat yeah. Man Trailer. F-A-T-M-A-N Trailer. Uh, no, it is not. Let me so, guess. Is that about the atomic bomb? Yeah, right? So, oh, my God. So the They're making fun of a fat man? Mel Gibson. Terrible. And the first minute of Terrible. and a half is you 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 think is a big pos right like he he must be a horrible person because it seems like he's getting into some crap okay okay and it seems like maybe he's he's a shady character he's maybe involved in like a gang or drugs or something right and then out of nowhere there's this kid this rich spoiled rotten kid who seems to have a lot of power opens up a christmas present and there's a big lump of coal and you're like, what the hell is happening? And this kid puts out an, a hit on Mel Gibson's character. And he goes, I want the fat man dead. 
and Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. So it's a whole movie about this kid trying to kill Santa Claus, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it's a movie about Santa Claus. You have to see the trailer to see what I'm talking about. I can't, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> uh, I, for, okay. I forget when it said it was coming out. But is that coming out Christmas, I, you I'm think? Well, that's pretty I soon. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it the second it's out. It looks pretty amazing. And then uh, I, I told you I wanted to see right. Tenet. Uh, that, that movie looks great. But all of these Marvel superhero movies, yeah. I'm ready for them. I, I want, oh, yeah, the next wave is coming. They're, they're filming right now. There's more coming uh, out? The, I know uh, Black Widow has a movie coming out. The new Spider-Man uh, just got, got announced the other day. Uh, and, and there's a whole wave of Disney Plus like TV shows about Marvel that I'm, I'm pumped about. I love those movies. I love them so much. And I'm glad to hear us. A sixty-one-year-old man like you loves those movies as well. How, how? Oh, I do, I do. Hey, how? How? Um, how is it so, you find all this out? Tell my I listeners how we can find IMDb. out what's coming in the movies. Um, what's an it's, app it's or a, something? It's a website that basically puts together all movie titles. It rates them on a one to ten scale, um, and it updates you when a new trailer comes out. So I get notifications sent to my phone that say, hey, look at the Fat Man trailer. So a, uh, and, and that gets me pumped up for movies. So it's a website. I, am, I just go to my, on my phone and go to a website. D as in dog. I am, and then B as in, as in Batliner. I am. Dot com. Um, and it's an app as well on your phone that you can sign up for. Okay, yep. so if I download that app, and then also, I can sign up, and they'll uh, send YouTube, me whatever. You can, you can have trailers. Like when new trailers come out, they can notify you. Um, I don't really know how to set that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think my uh, listeners are going to be but, YouTubers. But the but old but way was you go to the movies. I mean, we can do, we can handle the app. We can handle the movies right now. So you got to find them on the internet, right? So my yeah, thing with the, too, yeah. I guess you call them trailers, but the, we call them previews. My thing with the, yeah, my thing with the previews is sit through the first three, and when number four comes on, that's when I go to the bathroom because there'll be five previews, and then the movie will start. You so know, I'll be back in time for the movie, and I got a shot of making movie. it the whole time. Isn't that that's almost too much if you ask me? But uh, that's crazy. No, no. So if you show up, there's like no hurry movies, to get there, is there? Almost half the time they're like, "Oh, it's still in previews." <laughs> oh, great! I guess I can make the movie. I can. Ba- oh, I'm terrible at that. Too. I can rarely get my I'm popcorn so to last that. till and the then movie my starts. Gone too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, we need to p- learn how yeah. to. Pay and then you got to pee halfway in. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Generation well, it doesn't get any easier, there. young man. Let me tell you that, Ryan. I mean, uh, you know, I don't think so. I think we've talked. Well, about, you got anything uh, else, big guy? I'd love to talk more about mob movies uh, someday with right. you if you want me back on. You know what? We'll 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 do that because um, 
I'm always trying to fill content with interesting talk. And of course you're an interesting guy, but yeah, the, uh, yeah, the mob movie fun. concept, you, Rocky, I'm really, really into that one. We'll it. definitely have to do that. All right. Well, let me, uh, let me close it out then. Uh, Ryan, boy, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to talk about movies for a while. It was a great conversation. I, I think my listeners are going to enjoy it too and kind of agree with a lot of things you're saying. Hey, guys, you know I got an email out there, right? The old man's email at yahoo.com. That's one word the old man's email at yahoo.com. Send in your ideas on what you think great movies are, where's what the movies have meant to you. And that's something that I can talk about in future podcasts. Oh, Maybe we'll have Ryan absolutely. back. We, we definitely got to talk fellas, about mob like, movies. On, that's that, something that, we're both that. interested in. Oh, casino's great too. Yeah, we could talk hours upon hours. About casino? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're gonna have great. a we're gonna have a follow up bonus episode just talking about mob movies. That'll yeah, be great. Rocky, thanks, uh, thanks for having Brian, me. Ryan, thank you and, so uh, much for your yeah, time. I, I certainly uh, appreciate it. Maybe being on your podcast again. Thank you very much. See, you, see you at the movies. All right. Hey, I'll see you Bye. at the theater. See you at the movies. All right.